Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. In advance of the International Day of Older Persons on this coming Friday, the Older Person Nutrition Interest Group, the OPNIG of the Irish Nutrition and Dietetic Institution, are calling for all carers and older people to be aware of the vital role of good nutrition in the older population. I'm joined by Aidan McGuinness, who's Senior Dietitian for Age Related Care Team at Wexford General Hospital. Good morning, Aidan. Good morning, Alan. Thank you for having me on. Not at all. Good nutrition is fueled for bodies is key to good health. Tell us more. Absolutely. I mean, everybody knows, they hear about healthy eating, eating well, all that kind of stuff. I'm not here to talk about anything high tech. It really is just about getting the basics right. None of us are total angels in terms of eating well, uh, or very few of us at least, but even small changes can make a big difference. Uh, The reason I'm talking to you this morning is it's about the International Day of Older Persons coming up on Friday, but really to just highlight the awareness of it. Obviously, a huge percentage of people are aging well and in great health, and that's fantastic. My concern or the people I deal with are the ones who are having medical problems and, and that's what we want to be conscious of, that there's really small changes they could be making that could help them stay stronger for longer. I'm fascinated by the, the theory, it's not a theory, it's obviously fact, poor diet increases the risk of falls, infections and hospital stays in other adults. So I'll let you talk about this then. Absolutely. It, it, it is, it, you just think of nutrition as being the good fuel for the body, keeping it well, keeping it strong. Um, an awful lot of people, just as they start having a medical problem, they start to eat that little bit less. Their fuel reserves are less, their muscle strength, and obviously we're aware of things, you know, you're not going to be walking around too, too well if you don't have good muscles in your legs. But the same way, the muscles in your swallow, the muscles in your arms, the energy to prepare the meals for yourself, your brain function, everything comes back to good nutrition um, and doing well. But it's important to, to bear in mind when we talk about there's the healthy eating for the younger and most of the population we need to change that more to eat well as as people get that little bit older the priorities are a little bit different one of our key priorities apart from eating well and regularly through the day is getting protein protein foods being meat fish chicken eggs beans dairy produce their protein, we need protein for our muscles, but they're really a key nutrient to make sure we have regularly through the day. Yeah. And they can certainly often be lacking when somebody isn't feeling too good and they just end up having tea and toast a lot of the time and not eating. They're not up to doing proper meals, but there are simple ways that they can juggle around and get the nutrient in with simple options. Right. Look, you, it's it's quite detailed, so let's go through it because if people have pens and paper ready, they may ha- it may help them because, for mm-hmm. example, the drinking of more fluids, I know I've jumped one section and I'll go back to that. The drinking of more fluids. Tell me a little bit about this. Again, even mild dehydration can affect mental function. Somebody can be a little bit dizzy. Um, it can affect their blood pressure. It can lead to constipation and they're not feeling well. So the simple thing of making sure they have at least six to eight cups of fluid every day, that can be water. But your, your drinks of tea count as well. Glasses of milk here and there. Fluids you'll get from soup, um, jelly, milk and breakfast cereal. All those things are important. But an awful lot of us just don't eat, or do, sorry, just don't drink enough during the day. Right. Keeping an eye on the appetite and the weight, this is very important. Uh, You say the older person is at a higher risk of developing malnutrition, which can lead to muscle loss. Yes. Malnutrition, it sounds a bad word, but it's it's actually quite 
can be quite common when somebody is having some health problems. So apart from the weighing scales, weight loss can be to do with your rings, your clothes, your belts being that little bit looser. People's dentures can become looser and that then in turn means it's harder for them to chew their foods. Uh, quite quite simple little things. Again, it's not high tech, but just making sure that if they're not eating full meals, then to make sure that they have snacks during the day, right. which to a lot of the older generation is something that they were never encouraged to do in the first place. Yeah, because you're, you're talking about three, three, three small meals and three snacks each day, but and also... Three snacks. High calorie intake is important because you, you, you recommend full fat milk, hot chocolate made Absolutely. with full fat milk. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's making sure that there's extra butter on your potatoes, plenty of butter on your bread, or it, it can be, a, it can be a, a, a polyunsaturated spread. It can be the oil you use in cooking. I mean, it's not that they are, we think of them as unhealthy foods, but in this context with someone who's poorly nourished, it's a way of packing the calories into the few mouthfuls that they are eating. Yeah. Uh, look, I think balance is the word that instantly comes to mind to keep a balanced weight rather than get too thin or for that matter become uh, heavier. So you, you suggest the monitoring of the weight weekly and if you're worried to discuss it with the GP. Absolutely. And just to say, because you mentioned about being someone being overweight, they can be undernourished, malnourished at the same time. But because they are carrying excess weight, which has been there for years, it's hidden and it's something to be, to be aware of as well. Right, I want to go back to the whole idea of more plant-based uh, protein sources. Uh, you're talking about yes. soya bean products, you're talking about beans and peas, uh, and people sometimes when they think plant-based, they say, oh God, I don't want anything, I, I like my good staple diet. So what do you suggest? Well, we have to remember that having a, the sustainability and environmental protection, everything, that's for a, a discussion for a whole other day, but it doesn't have to be meats and chicken and fish and things like that. But I'm not talking, again, not, not talking anything complicated. That can be something as simple as having beans on toast, putting tinned beans or dried beans into your stew or into your vegetable soup, making them go that bit further. So you're reducing your meat consumption. But absolutely, you know, it, I'm just saying that as, a, as an alternative protein sources. But again, the key thing in the context of what I'm saying now for the older persons yeah. is making sure those protein foods are twice, if not three times, every single day. The final area to look at and perhaps Perhaps one of the most important one is the vitamins and the minerals. What advice do you give here, Lady? If you're eating a well-balanced diet, you don't need any supplements, with the exception of vitamin D, which there are now guidelines that everybody over 65 should be taking a daily supplement of at least 15 micrograms per day. That's a very simple. You can get it from the pharmacist. You can talk to your GP. It should be on your on the medical card. It's, it's a very simple thing to do because we just don't get enough sunshine all year round here in Ireland. And it's, it's a key nutrient for our bones, but also more importantly in the last year and a half that we've had to help our immune system to fight infections. Uh, we, we've gone and as well, the, of course, yeah. naturally, there are food sources as well, but yeah. regardless, the older person should be getting a, a supplement for others. It's not lost on me, it's not lost on you how cold <laughs> it is compared to even two days ago when it was very, very <laughs> warm. The cold can also play a part. Uh, and by, by keeping yourself well-sustained food-wise, does it help you fight the cold? It, it does. It's just keep, it's good nutrition. It is our resistance to infection. Taking care of ourselves. And if I just say before that the, the suggestions I'm talking about for eating well don't have to be expensive, don't have to be complicated. It's simple things like batch cooking, taking advantage of help. Neighbours, family will often offer 
suggest or offer to do meals, take them up on it. Uh, things like Meals on Wheels, things like the ready meals from supermarkets. There's lots of simple ways of making sure that someone can eat well most of the time. It's, it's about sustaining and not waiting till they have lost a significant amount of weight before somebody goes, oh, maybe we should try and make contact with the dietitian or think about supplements. It's about catching these things or these, these, these um, warning signs that bit earlier. Okay, Aideen, pleasure to talk to you. Aideen, a senior dietitian for age-related care at Wexford General Hospital. And of course, as a timely reminder that this coming Friday, the 1st of October, is a very special day. It's International Day of Older Persons. Thank you very much, Alan. Good morning to you now. That was Aideen McGuinness there. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.